I don't plan on jumping or anything. So <laughs> was, uh, I think we're good. We're gonna need one more glass though since uh, we got five. Michael's I just got one. Oh, oh, run on. I'm on it. You on it, bro? I'm on it. Should we do this? Always. We're recording, right? We are. Are you recording? Mine's recording. I'm hey, recording. You guys this recording? This is all new. We always might walk recording. out of here and not always have a recording. Show. I mean, that, that happens. Always be closing. <laughs> ABC. Always ABC. be closing. ABC. <laughs>
30, 20, 30 40 years. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Since the cows left, really, it's been yeah. kind of the West Bottoms are going to be the spot. And, yeah. You know, we've, the neighborhood's cool. It's got its own feel. All the people down here are really great and love to stick around and love to support the neighborhood. So it was really a cool space to walk into and immediately have the sort of neighborhood support that you wanted to see, you know. We've got the Lucky Boys crew across the street. Uh, they're, they're, they're amazing. Yeah. The Lucky Boys kids, man. Those, <laughs> they have a good time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and you've got, you've got housing down here, too. So now you've got you've Yeah, got I mean, when we moved in. Home. That was a parking lot. Yeah. Remember so that? So there were yeah. 11 legal residential units in the West Bottoms when we moved in in 2016. And now there's more than 500. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's the neighborhood's changed quite a bit in seven years. And it's brought a lot more residential down here, which is what the neighborhood needs. You know, you need that walking traffic and you need people coming down all the time. You know, now if we can get, I mean, I'd love to see like a quick trip or something down here just, you know, yeah. for hot dogs alone. Yeah. But <laughs> some kind of convenience store man down here for everybody. <laughs> Wasn't there a store well, there used the to be a hot dog joint here like 10 years Frank's. ago. Frank's. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I yeah. remember Frank's. <laughs> yeah. Um, Grimm's Tattoo Shop just moved in across the street. Okay. Um, from Westport after their after their troubles in Westport, um, we got rid of we didn't, but Rockstar Burgers got rid of itself. Yeah. So that was I, a good I, thing. I was, just, I was telling Nick about that. He I for, totally for, forgot for a that news story. guy. He knew nothing about it. I'd forgotten that story. Oh, yeah. I mean, so that's many, a good one to forget. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, and so many of the stories we could tell you um, never even made the news. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure. It's pretty. Yeah. Pretty wild. And don't sure. need to don't need to be published on the internet right now. in fact we'll just move on <laughs> now i have a lot more questions <laughs> yeah. uh mikey here originally started as a bartender with us and then um when the workload started getting um heavy in the brewery um we talked about bringing bringing somebody back you know i mean you can't you can't just put anybody into a brewery setting and and get the results that you need i mean there's there's so much multitasking there's so many quick decisions you have to make there's so many things you have to follow um and uh you know mikey mikey seemed to have the right stuff and we brought him in and he's just been slaying it back there oh, no. ever since I've, I've, known, I've known him for a couple of days yeah he's uh, he's he's a, he's a cool customer so, that's yeah. the thing he's a, cool, he's a cool customer yeah i'm definitely proud to be a part of this i mean it's been about six years now about six years now in the brewery um, so we've really gone through a lot of transformations and uh, trials and tribulations, so to speak, um, with the tap room closing and reopening um, after, after COVID. Um, that was kind of funny with the apartment complex opening up next door to us. We withstood two years of a lot of headaches and heartaches yeah, because of all the construction yeah. next door to us. And then as soon as it was finished, COVID hit. We yeah. had to shut the tap room down. So, yeah. Um, it's. I feel like finally, within the past few months, things have started to. You know, the ship has righted, and uh, you know, we've opened a new, new location out at the new KCI airport. Uh, so I've there's heard, been yeah. a lot of new developments and a lot of new, uh, a lot more work <laughs> to do, a lot more beer to brew. So, um, I think it's awesome to. Have these challenges kind of right in, right in our face and stand up to them and overcome them and you know, make this place bigger and better year after year. It's, What's it's been, been a big challenge, you know, as you as people are coming back out in the last year and a half, two years? Well, we had to really. I'm not going to say pivot 
We had to um, adapt. I think you're required actually to say. We that. had to. Pivot. Everybody has to say. Everybody has. If, uh, that's a social drink. drink. When you social pivot. Drink. Yeah. Pivot. <laughs> so pivot. Yes. So we pivoted like a mofo. Um, but we had just gotten our canning line. Uh, what five, five months before COVID shutdown? Yeah, um, I think so. And at the time, we were putting everything we had in draft uh, for the most part what we didn't sell in tap room um, we didn't have a whole lot of beer to put into cans um, so you know it, 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 it could have been a little bit early if it wasn't totally on time because uh, once COVID hit we had just launched our um, cans into the market um, a few weeks maybe a month prior on the Missouri side and then we got approval to uh, to launch cans on the Kansas side uh, the day before they shut down the Kansas government. Oh wow! And that alone may may have saved may have saved the ship because uh, the Kansas side is already a bigger package market, where um, the Missouri side is typically a bigger on-premise market. And uh, so, the ability to get cans over there and, and and be selling cans on both sides of the state line was was huge for us. Um, we we learned the, a lot about ourselves and and canning. We yes. went from being newbies to canning in the first few months to being absolute rock stars yeah you know taking maybe five or six people on a canning run day to yeah. now if we so, need to we can operate it with two people yeah i think COVID, I feel like that's a yeah. common story yeah i think COVID right. uh, taught everybody how to can whether yeah. it was one at a time or, or you're going to figure out package. one or the other <laughs> right so let's go to you know we, well, we talked got, about we this got, we got pause actually what is everybody drinking Oh, oh shit! Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. We, I, we didn't oh. mention what we're drinking. We didn't do. <laughs> Stupid. Well, I think he brought you a round, round table. Oh no, that, 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 that he brought his. Oh, he brought his. <laughs> I already brought licked, his I already licked it. So. <laughs> Black IPA. I don't know what she poured you. What did she pour me? That's our Fox Trotter. It's our yeah. Scottish ale. Scottish ale. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a yard sale. Our light pale ale. I just finished a. I just finished a West Bottoms IPA. I mean, feel free to get up and go get help. I mean, it's that kind of show. We, we don't, we don't <laughs> like empty glasses. Yeah, right. We don't like empty glasses. Hit that and say, give me a popcorn with extra butter. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Hot dogs around. Hot dog. Yeah. So there was, was, we go. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. yeah that's the well, thing we're missing without the rig, right? We don't all have the headphones. Yeah, so we yeah. Miss the I, think, I think I prefer the headphones. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go yeah. back to yeah. really yeah. get yeah. the vibrational yeah. quality. Because it, some of the background noise, I got eight. Well, I don't have my buttons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're missing components of the show. Yeah. Okay. That just makes the dog and pony show. Now I'm gonna have to work harder. At yeah. The end. <laughs> or we do a follow up. We do a follow up. Come, come back and do an episode two. Yeah. I, look, does that mean we're gonna drink more beer? Yeah. Well, of course. And, and okay. Means, and I'm pretty sure we're not gonna get through all this in one. <laughs> we get a little long winded. There's a lot of stories though. A lot well, of stories. Our, our episodes are short. Yeah. We try to keep them around an hour and a half. Really. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's get, you know, we talked about oh, what kind you. of questions. We only have a few questions that are really actual questions. Everybody, everybody, before you start drinking craft, you were drinking something. Let's start with you. What were you drinking before you, before you started drinking craft and what beer flipped you over? Well, that's actually kind of a funny story because, so I grew up in a small town in Montana and... We actually, we had our own small craft brewery in our town. I, so I grew up in Red Lodge and we had a little brewery called Red Lodge Ales. And uh, I won't say how old I was, but I went to a friend's wedding and 
ended up spending the night outside in the forest <laughs> by myself uh, after drinking too many pale ales and realizing how much I really loved pale ales. And so I, I actually kind of started on wow. craft beer when I was young. Obviously, still 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Statues, limitations. Well, obviously. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But, uh, right. After, you know, being lucky enough to drink craft beer sort of starting early, then when I went to college, you know, money becomes a bit more of a factor. Yeah, you can't a, have that local theme. craft yeah. beer. So then I went straight to PBRs and Kokanee. I love drinking Kokanee or... Kokanee. Yeah. That's not one we've heard. No. It's Canadian. Comes okay. in a glass bottle, so it feels hey. fancier. <laughs> oh, it pinky out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's social. The 12 pack of kokanee. Anytime somebody uh, says kokanee, you drink for sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get a lot of new games this what, episode. What was the one that the executive director of the, uh, the Brewers Guild, what did she say? It was some shit they had in Columbia. German name. But it was in Columbia, Missouri. And we, we were like, I had never heard of it. But somebody chimed in on, on Instagram that they had drank, drank it and it was really bad. So. <laughs> so we won't mention that. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, you, you, you know what you started with. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, so you had a taste for, for good beer. Yeah, I, I was lucky because yeah. every wedding in town, the brewery would always support and yeah, throw a couple yeah, yeah. kegs that way. They had a keg trailer that would just show up at the weddings. Nice. And, <laughs> so you could just pull on the handles yourself and get your own pours yeah. at basically every event that happened. Why does the staff still? <laughs> yeah. Small towns, they're great. Yeah, yeah. Mikey, what about you? Um, let's see. So I would say probably, probably Sierra, Sierra Nevada right. Pale Ale <laughs> um, was probably drinking? an early was probably an earlier one that kind of changed my perspective on. You weren't on drinking this shit before that. Uh, I, I distinctly remember going and seeing a show in Lawrence and having the Free State Oatmeal Stout. Oh yeah, you just you just came <laughs> out the box drinking, you know. And that, beer, yeah, you know? yeah, you're just you're just a fancy boy. Well, <laughs> we we grew up, you know. Sipping a little shot out of each uh, each bottle in the in the liquor cabinet, you know. So I mean, it was uh, the Lord's wine. Uh, the Lord's oh, wine. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yep. No, absolutely. There was plenty of plenty of that going around. Um, so in terms of yeah, beer, I, I think uh, it was probably just simple, you know, a, a easy, quaffable, drinkable yeah. pale ale, you know, that had a good hop bitterness, hop character to it. Um, which, oddly enough, uh, we got to meet Steve Dressler, um, who's one of the founding members and brewers of Sierra Nevada. He came in and for one of the Master Brewers Association of America Great Plain chapter meetings. Um, and I mean, this is a digression, but he, I, I showed up late. I showed up late and came into the brewery to put my stuff up, and he was kind of walking around and was like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" And he's like, "Oh, pretty good. This is a beautiful brewery you have here." And I was like, "Yeah, man, thanks a lot." I was showing him some pictures of what the brewery looked like yeah. when it was a, a dining room, you know, in the old steakhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, "Where's your lab?" <laughs> like, oh well. We don't You're really have one. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, we do a lot of sensory analysis, and uh, you know, there's third-party um, looks good, you know, tastes companies. good. Yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> like, you good. need to, you boys need to get yourself a lab. Um, and then when I found out who it was later, when he was do, doing the keynote speech, I was like, man, I'm really glad I didn't know who that was. Yeah. I probably wouldn't yeah. have had uh, as good of a time talking to him. I was a little more intimidated. Right. So. Well done. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, it felt You're weird. here. I, it felt weird that they have a microphone that actually lean yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to be. Yeah. Michael, what about efficient. you, bud? Well, before I start, continue that story. I, I passed Steve in the hallway later that afternoon, 
and he stopped me and he said, you guys, this Cerveza Royale, he's like, you, you got one here. And I was like, yeah. wow, like coming yeah, from this a, guy, that's uh, I drank that a, a lot of that during COVID. That was a big, that was a big, <laughs> that was a big one. You know, that's one of those like, yeah, you know, we, we that's a, that's a success oh, that's mark. Nice. That was yeah. a success mark. Yeah. Um, I never, whatever age we all start drinking beer at or experimenting with tasting yeah. alcohol, uh, I didn't care for, you know, the whatever yard beer, or the Schwill beer at the time. Um, but my dad, having spent a lot of time in, in Germany and um, what was then Czechoslovakia and Austria and whatnot, um, he always had like uh, Pilsner Urkel and, oh, yeah. and other like Czech Pilsners in the, in the fridge. So I grew up being familiar with that and like tasting it, I guess, occasionally probably. Um, <laughs> so, but then... You know, I never really got into the Schwilly beers, um, but I had a friend who was like, oh, you don't you don't like those Schwilly beers? He's like, you need to check out this stuff. And he was talking about that time it was Sam Adams and uh, Foster's was like one, really? of, the, one of the beers yeah. you could get, you know. It was a Schwilly beer. And, <laughs> the, and, this was in, and this was in Topeka. I mean, as compared to Milwaukee's Best, which was probably the best right, yeah, seller right. in Topeka. Yeah, beast, yeah. Natty Light, Bush Light, you know, top keg, keg party, keg party beers, whatever. Um, but then I had friends, you know, that uh, upperclassmen that were um, throwing parties and had kegs of, uh, of Boulevard Pale Ale and oh, shit, uh, Bully Porter. Oh even. wow! Yeah. Um, so wow. so that was that was pretty early on. A lot of Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Um, actually, we could get at that time Spanish Peaks out of um, Bozeman, Montana. Uh, well, I don't even think the, I know Spanish Peaks. The, the Black Dog Ale, and they had a Honey Raspberry something that was like really popular. This is some of the fancier start to, 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 to find three people at the same time who have come out with oh i want to drink yeah. great, good beer yeah. i can't, I, can't oh, I, mean, you know, I drink plenty of that stuff now still i mean i still drink a lot of tall boys pbr i love not milwaukee's best although we did have a pretty badass natter days oh uh, uh, we've had a natter day party here pretty much pretty much that whole bar was covered in natter days the next day Took, took a couple deep cleans to get that off. Um, Basically shotgunned a whole 30-pack between <laughs> the crew of us. Man, I mean, people. Well, sometimes, you got, sometimes you need team building. Yeah. That's yeah, a fucking I team think you always right need there. team building. Um, I don't know what team it is, but it's building. We're building one. Fast forward, let's see, however many years. Um, I've, I've been brewing professionally for about 24 years now, and um, my first award GBF award that was solely my beer um, and my recipe and everything was a um, was a Czech style Pilsner Bohemian Pils that I that I named Papa's Pils after my dad oh, no uh, shit. because That's it was cool. his favorite style of beer yeah, yeah, and my yeah. first introduction to like some kind of a world-class world-class beer world-class Pilsner uh, and won a um, bronze medal silver medal when was that something medal 2006. Wow, that was a long yeah. time ago. Wow. Yeah, so that was, uh, that, I'm, I mean, that was a proud moment for me, but for my dad, you know, like yeah. his son, the brewer, and then having yeah. made a Czech style Pilsner that was named in his honor, it was like, that was, that was a big moment. Where and were you in 2006? 2006, I was with, um, when 70 Fishery Brewery had a location in Lawrence, um, yeah. it was that was right when it was transitioning, I think, from 70 Fishery Brewery to 23rd Street Brewery. Yeah. 
uh, and then ran that for, and then helped that transition in 23rd Street Brewery and then moved out to Indiana and ran a Belgian style brewery out there in Indiana for a few years yeah. before landing back in Kansas City in 2009. Wow. Yeah. And then in 2009, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> 2009, 2010, I come back to Kansas City and I'm like, I want to take over Kansas City. Sure. I want to take over the Kansas City crowd. You didn't get scene. Nick in there. Oh, I didn't get in. <laughs> it's like, man, you think I have his face. Well, it's just the first time we're taking a picture during the podcast. Here we yeah, are. Yeah, <laughs> selfies, ussies. Ussies. Speaking of some social media of beer. presence for us. <laughs> so one of the things we do on the show, we have mystery beers. So here's the mystery beer bag, right? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's Ooh. show we're hitting your buttons. So normally, if he, if he had the board, so oh, yeah. when we did Big Rip, Bree kept singing, mystery beers. And so it's a loop. Every time we play, when we have the board, we hit the button. It's I mystery know. beer time. I, I'm letting the show down. Brought to you by Brew View, <laughs> well, Missouri. We have, a, we have a couple of sponsors, but we forget to mention them. Oh, the, the <laughs> yeah. magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brewview, Missouri, Brewview, Vermont, Vermont, and coming and, soon, and coming soon Brewview, Brewview, New Hampshire, because I keep thinking of New Hampshire. We're, Vermont, New He's Hampshire. not really expanding, but we're making him expand. All right. We keep yeah, saying great. New Hampshire. So here's the, here's <laughs> the nice. mystery beer bag. So it's from a golf course. We don't know which one because the guy's not talking. But um, one of you guys get to pick a beer out of here. We play a game. So when you pick out, you can get the beer, tell us what it is. Try not to look at the ABV because we like to play guess the ABV. And we do prices right okay. style, closest yeah. without right. going over. So, okay. Um, one percent, Bob. One percent. <laughs> Sometimes that's what, that's what you do. Can you go one percent? Let, let's start all the way around, around over there with Greg. <laughs> okay. You want to sure. pass that around? So you just put your hand in there, grab whatever you want. Just reach in the bag. There might there might be a bottle opener in there from. Uh, there could be a scorpion in there. <laughs> <laughs> we got glass. Beer factor and aluminum. Yeah. Anything in a plastic? There's a really big one down here. There's a certain swirl. Oh, big one. Going oh is he swirling down there? Easy. Is your wallet in there too? I did. I did break out on Sunday. We there's there's two ladies, two blondes drink beer. Oh, that's okay. Fancy, yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah, not the ABV. Oh. There you go. There nice. we are. Getting into a nice it. Little tiny bird. Yeah. That, that, was, that wasn't a tiny bird. That was a decent Excuse bird. me. My bad. My bad. You're a tiny <laughs> bird. That was not what your is that what your mom used to call you? Yeah. Tiny bird. Get over here, tiny bird. Okay, so what are, what are we, we doing drinking? here? Uh, there's oh, a, drink there's a bottle opener the in there. Or you have to probably have I got one, I got one. There's you one in there the from ABV, uh, Pathlight. It may have come from Pathlight, yeah. we don't know. So, sorry, Tanner. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you get to pour as well, so slide in the glasses. Yeah, just put your mic down and get you, yeah. It's like motor oil. I'm gonna go with uh, 5W30, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, you can read the label, tell us what it is, where it's from. All right. This was a, this was a, uh, we love beer karma. When you put beer karma out in the world, beer comes back to you, you know? Well, so, we have two rules. Two rules. Rule, rule number I'll one, don't that. die. Rule number two, don't be a dick. If you're a dick, yeah. you right. ruin your that's beer karma. That's one of our mottos, too. Those are, those are pretty good rules. Yeah. Oh, that smells amazing. All right. So Crooked this is. Steep Series. Yep. Mm. Next 500 milliliters, drink with care. It's a barrel-aged sour stout. Okay. Where's it from? Uh, it's on my shirt. Oh, this got a hold. Got a hold. Got a hold. Got a hold. Brewing. I ran to this guy out of Eureka Springs. Yeah, really great brewery. Nice. Those Northern Arkansas boys know how to make some beers. I think. It's a soured what? Stout. Sour stout. That's nice. Ooh, there's a lot to that. Can I have the country of origin? <laughs> <laughs> can you use, can you use it, it in, in a sentence? sentence? Can, you use that, can you use that beer in a sentence, please? Can I have the definition? 
Now, I yeah. ran to this guy. I know him from, from Lee Summit. Comes to Grains and Taps. So we did a podcast with Dave and Wendy who owned the, the Got a Hold. And it's, it's a love story brewing thing that came together. Great story. He's from New York. She's from Oklahoma. They met. Got a hold. They, their friends like, go hang out in Eureka Springs. They went there and they said, it got a hold of us. That's where the name came, came from. Oh, so, so they moved there and opened a brewery. Yeah, and it's it's you could put that brewery right here in Kansas City. They do really great beers, really yeah. great people. So this guy I know, he's like, oh, those are friends of mine. When I go to Eureka Springs, I stay at their house. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, bro. He's like, you want me to bring some beer? I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. So a couple weeks ago, he came back and left some beer at the brewery for me. Nice. Beer karma. There it is. Nice. Nah, that's beer great. karma. But, that's we've a good got, beer. We've actually got uh, some of that going with Ozark Beer Co. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, there's been a lot of like beer, our beer showing up there, their yep. beer showing up here. <laughs> and sometimes we don't even know how it got here. It yeah. just shows up. That's, like, a, that's the best that's beer car, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's that beer car. It just happens. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. A lot going on. And it's, I'm, I, bet it, I bet it's super sneaky ABV. What do you bet? Barrel Age? Definitely shit. sneaky. Well, I, I may have. Inadvertently notice the ABV. Well, so you, you I notice. will not participate. You have to in play game. Bob Barker now. Yeah. That's uh, was it. Spay and new to your pets, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank, you, Thank you, Bob. Spay and new to your brewers. <laughs> Some of them do. Yeah. You know right. <laughs> we want a better life for our kids. What do you think the ABV is? ABV is. Ooh. I don't know. Is I'm there, going with 9.4. So the winner gets the rest of the beer. That's that, the way it works. That's my gut feeling. 9.4. 9.4. It's closest without going over. Yes. Yeah. You know the deal. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little higher. Than yeah, same. Because I think they're they're sneaky with it. I'm, I think I'm gonna go like eleven. I don't know why. It doesn't taste like eleven, but ten take, seven. Taking it to By 11. the way, we're terrible at this game. <laughs> oh, we yeah. are. We're yeah, we don't. We don't, <laughs> we don't win. <laughs> There's no science in this at all. I'm gonna what did you say, seven. Mikey? I said nine point four. Nine point four. Hmm. Would you say ten seven? Yeah, you got, I'm not yeah. getting that wild rush of high ABV when I'm taking a sip of it. True. I'm just going uh, on the taste something over 10. I usually Sometimes get a, that I mean, souring can do that, and though. Steep. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not hot. Not at all. I like the character of it. Uh, not at all. It's super smooth. When we went to uh, Surly, they had a, a, a dark sour that was not quite as dark and I don't color, know that I've ever had it. Kind of reminds like me a, of a sour stout before. It was a style that came and went. I was glad about it. Yeah. <laughs> along with along with like rye IPAs, I was like, no, nah, I'm not cool with that. Oh, mm. I'm totally down with rye IPAs. I love rye. Oh I'm yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Pretty much anything but, with rye. Uh, one of the best. I, I, yeah, I like I like hey, whiskey and rye. Uh, yeah, one of the best. Uncle Nearest Rye, all day. Yeah, that yeah. is good. One of the best sour stouts or dark sours that I've ever had was. Uh, Madrigata from Jolly Pumpkin up in Wisconsin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that didn't stick around very long either. But that beer was it's not was something quite I would I wouldn't drink. I could drink one. You know, very saying? intense. Yeah. yeah. So what? What? What's well, the, what's we haven't had well, an answer. Hold on, you, I, you still I'm, I'm over here. serious. Well, he wants to win. <laughs> I play to win. I get that from my mom. I mean, I can see that gleam yeah, in his no, eyes. Yeah, he's fucking uh -huh. serious right now. Yeah. Um, where'd you go with Mikey? 9.4. 9.4. 4. 9.4, Bob. 9.4. <laughs> and we got a 10.7. Or I guess it's Drew now. 10.7 and an 11. So you got a lot of leeway there. Yeah. A lot of leeway. As he goes back for another drink. This is the longest we've ever taken. I know. Taken I don't know if I've ever seen me take it so serious. Yeah. I mean, well, that's a decent amount to win. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I'm about to out, be out of beer, so hopefully it's 11. I'm gonna go. Unless you, unless you want up me. I mean, my You'd... first, my first, uh, first thing that came to mind was 11.7. Oh, big boy. But I don't know. But I have made beers that strong that were not hot and right. and soured and you couldn't you couldn't tell. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with. Um, 10.3. 10.3. Our actual retail ABV? I think it said 8.2. It's in the eights. It's in the low is eights. It? So we all lose. I don't know if there's enough I light I should have gone 1%, Bob. We'll give it back to the land with who can see. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. What, what is it? 8.5. Who, who, who wins? So we all Nobody. Went we all went over. Everybody went. No, no. Nobody went with no, one. No. I, I, was the way to go. And I, I joked about it, and I, I guess that really was my first guess. Well, I'm still intuition. out of beer, so there's that. Well, you can top it off. That. I mean, I don't, I don't need well, to top it off. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. That's good. I, I, need a, I need a regular beer that's not, you know, soured. Well, yeah, what do you want, Nigel? I'll run and grab you. Uh, so basically, we're out, sir. Out. Well done. I really drank a lot of that drink. Remember, uh, together we can at, uh, at the Dimetric, right? Oh, absolutely. Remember, yeah. you guys had. Yeah. I felt compelled to buy all the beers from all the breweries. Yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah. But the one that I had the most of was fucking Cerveza Royale. Because I yep. was like, you could drink that at three in the morning. You could drink that at two in the afternoon. It's anytime. I mean, I'm, was, there's so many days I've been yeah. like, I'm never drinking again. And then I get around a Cerveza Royale, and I'm like, well, actually, I could probably do a Cerveza Royale. Because, you know, or four. As, as soon as you, as, four. As that's soon how, as you not drink how it one, happens. You, and you know you drink half of it because it's so refreshing. You're like, right. Oh. It's, it's like, right. it's like, say it's like a Gatorade. Yeah. yeah. The, the first tab is opening the bottle of water. Oh, and then you do the question. Oh, well, I'll do the same. When in Rome. Thank you, sir. If beer is the question, Cerveza Royale is the answer. Well, we used to serve it in the tall Hefeweizen glasses, the tall Pilsner glasses. Then it got too popular, and we're like, we're just giving it away at this point. What's the smallest glass we can serve it in? (laughs) Our margin needs to be better. Yeah. Yeah. Increased margin. Well, yeah, it's so drinkable. It's such a great beer. Yeah, it's a great beer. So, Micah, how did you get into brewing? Um, Was 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 there a Mr. Beer Kid involved? (laughs) <laughs> there wasn't not a Mr. Beer Kit involved. Um, well, there's an answer. <laughs> I, I wasn't really, I, it kind of fell into my lap a little bit. Um, and I don't mean that in the like, I passed out drunk and spilled my beer in my lap. Okay, hurt. Well, you know, <laughs> we've all been disclaimer. there. <laughs> yeah, not that I haven't done that. I haven't not not done that. Um, I did have a friend that had a home brewing kit from her dad or something, or maybe it was like her ex-boyfriend. Somebody, and, somebody's brew Yeah, kit. it was somebody's brew There was kit. a girl and, she was and like, an ex. I don't know. Yeah, there was there was some stuff involved. Uh, she gave me the brew kit. It sat around. Eventually, I made some beer on it. But at that time, we're talking late '90s. It was you know there were like I knew two people that homebrewed. You know yeah. now there's like two people on your block that yeah, homebrewed yeah, yeah. on every block. Um, so it, it wasn't as easy to get into and it wasn't as accessible and the homebrew shops weren't everywhere and um, I might not even have been old enough to drink when I started making beer. Um, and some of these homebrew shops, like you had to show ID to buy the ingredients. 
Really? Yeah, and I don't know if that was. I've never heard of that one. I don't know if that one. was the you thing. Never heard I mean, I need your ID. Yeah, grain and hops. What are you? What are you up to, buddy? <laughs> making yeah, bread. Nothing. Yeah, making, making bread. Making bread. Yeah, making bread. Yeah, making bread. <laughs> a little remix. It's for my, it's for my mom. I'm gonna steep it on the stove Grandma's and then I'm gonna to town. ferment it in the closet <laughs> for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, so. I, I got into homebrewing, but but not really. I mean, it just wasn't that accessible, and um, and the batches I made were not very good. And uh, so, you know, I, I thought I found it frustrating that, you know, there wasn't really a lot of information out there. There weren't a lot of people that I knew that did it. So, you know, I just didn't have a lot of help along that way. Yeah. Um, but to have some more. But I knew, you know, the basics of how. So, that's what but at that point, I knew the basics of how beer was made. And then I had a friend that was in brewing, and he worked at the old Pony Express brewery that used to be out in Olathe, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 135th and Ridgeview Road, roughly. Wah, and, wah. Uh, <laughs> That's the uh, saddest pour I've ever seen. I'm sure they finish that out. <laughs> like a cry burp. I, know, I, <laughs> so I saved some for you, buddy. Well, yeah. you can't see in the bottle, so there's that. Put some, te put some tears in there with it. <laughs> um, but I had a friend that worked in the brewing industry, and he had been at some uh, some of the smaller brew pubs around the area. Um, they were looking to hire somebody. At that time, you know, people also weren't going to brewing school all the yeah. time, and there there weren't as many programs, and there were hardly any programs really. It was uh, UC Davis and Siebel, but uh, they just weren't as accessible again as right. uh, as they are now, and. Um, so he knew that uh, I had, you know, the basic knowledge of what goes into beer and how it's made. And he called me up and he said, hey, we want somebody that we can train from scratch. And, really? And um, uh, that doesn't have bad habits because that, that was sort of a thing, you know, yeah. because you didn't have a lot of people that had gone to any kind of um, structured training program or a school of some sort. You had a lot of guys that were just kind of winging it or people that you know, worked in a brew pub as a dishwasher and then eventually became the brewer or whatever. You know, there was a lot of that. You talking, talking you know? about Bucky? <laughs> <laughs> you talking about Brian Buckingham? Bucky, I hope you're watching this. Um, Love you, Bucky. Yeah, and and look at us now. <laughs> I don't know who Bucky is, but shout out to Bucky. So, uh, you know who Bucky is. So he said, hey, are you Brian, He was a brewer at Cinderblock for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, out yeah. with three hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He yeah. started out at, I think he was actually a dish boy at at Free State. Free State. Yeah. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Bucky. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he said, hey, we, I know that you know like how beer's made, and, and we want to train somebody and and bring them up the way we'd like to. And uh, I was like, man, yeah, for sure. You know. And what were I, you doing before that? Um, I did work in um, coffee shops for some time. You know, I was, I was 21 at the time yeah. when I got into it. And... Um, and so before that was just kind of like whatever jobs I did line cooking and yeah, yeah. Um, uh, landscaping and um, but I did do some coffee shop work so you know there was a lot about you know when you you have to have your coffee grounds at the right at the right um, you know grist I guess right. for, oh there's definitely say it. crossover there. right yeah. there's yeah. crossover yeah. there of brewing and stuff so there was a little bit of that that I was able to to take with me as well but um, that first opportunity was. Uh, I got to brew, you know, all the beer. I got to do cellar management. We got to do bottling and warehouse management and, um, you know, filtration. And I got to do a little bit of everything, which was a bigger opportunity than a lot of people had, which was just maybe moving into the brew pub and right. you're just the scrub that cleans the stuff and, and, and that's it. Um, and so, uh, you know, at that age too, 
and again, it just wasn't like, it just wasn't anything like it is now. So people didn't even really take it seriously as like a real job. Actually, <laughs> exactly. I had a, I had a girlfriend, a girlfriend at the time who I, I once asked her mom what she thought about us getting married, and she laughed in my face and she said, "No, my daughter's going to marry somebody with a real job." Uh, and I was like, you know what? What? I, I was, I was told recently because I work at breweries. All you do is pour beer. I'm like, okay, heard. Right, right, I get, yeah. I get paid to fucking do it. It's, right. it's still the yeah. job. Uh -huh. It's still, I mean, that's, it's if, still if a if job. If you're not getting paid, it's a hobby, right? That's right. Sure. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So anyway, that was the that was kind of the start. And, the, and for the first couple of years, you know, I was pretty young and like, I didn't really see it as a career. And then um, after a few years, I realized that I could like actually make a career yeah. out of this. And I did a lot of uh, self-educating and reading and teaching myself how to write recipes and figuring out and I've always been good with numbers so like figuring out equations on how to calculate um, hop bitterness and all you know extract and all of this stuff and and started breaking down all those equations and teaching myself that stuff and if you um, want to see some spreadsheet knowledge this guy can <laughs> I build, like to make this guy can, can rock a spreadsheet, spreadsheet. Yeah. No, let's get yeah. real. That spreadsheet could be an entire podcast all on its own. No, yeah, right. Let's it talk to Greg. so long to pick ABV for that fucking beer. I know. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm running the numbers in my head. Yeah. There's a lot of math going on. It's no. funny because, you know, you doing that so young, we've come across the brewer at, um, what's that brewery in New Jersey? Uh... You've like checked out, haven't you? <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't give them a well, whole lot. No, of, I was thinking, just that brewery in New Jersey. There's hey, what, a uh, probably more than one guy. Brewery, that one guy. Oh, uh, uh, four. Uh, four city four in New city. Jersey. This kid is like, he grew up. His dad was in a homebrew club. He was. And now he's the brewer. He had brewery, just so. turned 21 yeah, like when 21. we met him. Yeah. Last summer. <laughs> so it's it's very, it's very it's not very often we find people who've done it. The whole their whole career, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You're yeah. like the third, I and mean, this is episode what, 92? 93? Yeah. 93? I mean, it will always be more than half my life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey, what about you? How'd you wow. get in the game? Uh, I mean, I I was living in Denver, um, was working for a local restaurant concept here, training franchisees and trying to, uh, you know, further my, my career. But being out in, <clears throat> in downtown Denver, uh, Low, a lot of, or high yeah, uh, we were, we were a couple, <laughs> mid, couple blocks Lord from the convention. Mid, mid, mid yeah, a couple, mid-dough. We were like two blocks from the, <laughs> from the convention here. center. Um, so a, a lot of breweries we'll um, self-distribute <laughs> out there. So uh, I had to kind of create a beer program that had never really been done for the company I was working for. Um, and got to know a lot of the, the reps from the local craft distributors and the, uh, a lot of the brewers themselves who were kind of handling that aspect of, you know, just sell it. Because a place like us, it's just, you know, working off of kegerators. You're buying yeah, one, yeah, six, yeah. one six till every couple weeks or something like that. So, uh, <clears throat> and being in the restaurant industry since I was like 16, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of was looking, talking about pivoting, you know, kind of. Oh. Or, oh shit! Pivot, pivot, bitches. <laughs> you know, really uh, fell in love with the craft beer industry um, and became a sales intern um, for a brewery called Renegade out yeah, there yeah. Um, for a few months. Um, and our um, our tap room manager 
um, also knew one of their sales reps, so that was kind of this weird nine degrees of separation, you know, or seven degrees of separation. And uh, actually, go down one more. Think that, yeah, <laughs> six degrees. Six degrees. Um, anyway, this city, it's like yeah. one degree. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was that was a very uh, surreal thing whenever I found out about that. But I, we had, you know, kind of played out our opportunity out there, and we're looking to move back to Kansas City. And I had just thrown my hat in the ring here. Um, and got hired on as a bartender and, and did, did that job well enough. You know, and, <laughs> I did well enough to yeah, get on. And, and get Micah, Micah asked me, and Greg well asked enough. me to come uh, come back. If it and, was just well enough, you wouldn't have ended up in the brewery. Right. Right. Yeah, so I was doing a you know good job. And uh, so you, were you interested in going into the production oh, side? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it, I was very naive <laughs> on that, uh, which I think a lot of people are um, getting into well, the got, brewing industry. Had, bread baking background too yeah i was a baker and a commercial baker yeah, that, and a, and a, oh wow yeah, yeah that's, and a baker manager for a while so yeah you've got a so little bit now, of that background yeah, now make uh liquid bread you know so a different yeah. uh different avenue um but yeah just started off washing kegs and was still bartending here yeah. kind of working eight days a week and uh, <laughs> one thing led to another and uh eight days a week my wife had gotten a promotion and uh, you know full-time job from where she was working so I was like, well, would it be okay if I just worked full time in the brewery? Yeah. <laughs> and it was, again, little did I know. <laughs> um, Look at you now. Everybody but, wants to be a brewer until it's time to do right, brewership. But it's definitely a, a work hard, play hard uh, yeah. industry as well. And, um, you know, and it's an honor to work with Micah. It's an honor to work with Greg. Um, you know, this, this. Yeah, I'll drink your proper suck yeah, up. Dude, it's, yeah. uh, <laughs> it, has, it has been difficult for sure. It's and, an honor to work with Mike. Oh, dude, thank you, man. It's, just, it's an you. honor to be on this podcast. Dude, hell yeah. This is that a podcast? a whole lot of sucking up. Is that a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. honestly, because uh, it was the same type of deal. I had, I had worked with uh, uh, Max Filter, our uh, head brewer at Renegade, a little bit. Um, just kind of shadowing with him because I wanted to get no, you know yeah. know more about the process. Um, and yeah, the, they were in the process of moving to a new facility, and yeah. pumping wort into totes, and then driving them down the road and pumping them into fermenters. And, <laughs> yeah, so wow, I was kind of like, oh wow. wow, this is that's some gorilla really brewing shitty. right there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn. Where you, you get pulled up? What's that? What's that in that in that cardboard? Why, why you got six totes? Yeah. <laughs> So it, was, it definitely nothing. was an eye-opening experience, um, no <laughs> doubt about great. that. So, you know, the fact that I, you know, ended up here, is, I feel like it's a godsend. And it's really, we're, we're all doing this together, you know, the three yeah. of us are, are making this work and, uh, you know, making this brand bigger and better. Yeah. I mean, that's a great thing. I mean, Stockyard is where the brand was born, you know, yeah. I mean, the whole concept yeah. of that too. So, um, and then with the apartment complexes yeah, yeah. and residential being moved down here. Yeah. It's really kind of full circle with the city beginning down in the West Bottoms. Uh, uh, now, you guys are definitely an anchor here now. Yeah. You know, so, it wasn't so really to be, you guys started. Because I, I, really. I had just started learning um, brew house procedures and, and, and wort production a few weeks before COVID shut down. Yeah. So, that was a very. Yeah, it was the day of the first Chief Super Bowl yeah. parade when I brewed my first uh, batch of my own. Yeah, um, it was almost so, what, that's almost exactly a month. That's crazy. Right before crazy yeah. before hell broke loose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was definitely trial by fire at that point, um, where you know 
it's either sink or swim, figure yeah. it out, or yeah. Yeah. get shipped out. So it was. I mean, I've made my bit. mistakes, you know, I think everybody, that's, a, that's an important part of the process, an important part of the journey is making mistakes, well, yeah, learning I mean, from them. It's called life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and exactly. not big enough ones to get your ass fired. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, who were we talking to the other day that was reading a resume, and on the resume that somebody was saying all of their jobs at other breweries are working hard and the person who was doing the hiring didn't hire this person because they said sorry you just haven't made enough mistakes in your career oh, yeah, yet that's oh, right. yeah. We, yeah. we want somebody who's made these mistakes and yeah. they won't make them again type of thing right. and i was like well that's a great way yeah. to think about hiring somebody and it gives right. it gives a new employee that understanding that like yeah you can make mistakes yeah. like, right these mistakes are okay yeah, yeah, yeah. it's sure it's a dangerous area to be working there's hot liquids, there's chemicals, as long as you have your safety procedures in yeah. place, you can still make a mistake and be okay yeah. and come out on the other yeah. side more ready to be a, a better brewer and yeah. better better life skills from yeah. that type of thing. But I just thought that was a cool, yeah. who was yeah. that? Steve. Was it? Oh, that was Steve Brat? Oh, that's cool. So, so <laughs> what, what's, you were like, you've, you've heard their stories, what the fuck, you're like, I want to own a brewery. I'm yeah, not, I mean, why, why am I here? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. you <laughs> had the idea. How would you get into the game? What, what made you think? Because, you know, that's one of the things we love about people who, who go from home brewers and they're like, oh, the, when you find out why they wanted to open a brewery, you know, shout out to, to, to the dudes over Sand Hills. That's one of our favorite episodes. Because they swore up and down, it's going to take them fifteen thousand dollars. Right, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. All you need fifteen thousand dollars. That's, 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 yeah. that that's the title of the episode. It only takes fifteen thousand dollars to open a brewery. Fifteen thousand dollars, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's Boy, wrong. If it was only that, it'd be a thousand breweries, right? That's all you need. Fifteen G's. No, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky that I. I come from a family who's always been kind of entrepreneurs and my parents have always done their own thing um my father my father my mother and father oh, combined together yeah, father, yeah, yeah, yeah. Father. It's like, it's like the, tra the transformers like, that combine they've they've owned and operated and sold many of their own businesses throughout their career uh, restaurants and consulting companies and things like that and so from an early age it was just kind of instilled in me that you know, if you want to do something, you can have the opportunity to do it. You just got to work hard at it. You got to get the right things in place. You got to get the right people in place, and you can you can make a business if you want. And yeah. After I graduated from college, I went to work for my family business here in Kansas City, and kind of always knew that I was going to eventually do my own thing. Really? But I didn't know what what variety that might be. Yeah. You know, I for a long time I thought I wanted to be a diesel mechanic because I'm basically a redneck from Montana, so. Hey. Big trucks, loud noises, those are things that oh, really get me excited. That's a beer name. Big trucks, loud noises. You guys can have it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, is that a stout? Maybe. Could be. I mean, it's gotta could be, be a rye IPA. It's gotta be. The ABV's gotta you know be like sky high on that though, right? It's, it's gotta be yes. super high oh, yeah. ABV. Yeah, do you want to take a guess at the at the ABV? <laughs> I mean, it's got to be 14, at least. Yeah. Oh, no, nope, you're wrong. That's what she said. 
I'm wrong. 50. <laughs> I said I'm wrong. You're wrong, going over. You're wrong for beers that doesn't even exist yet. That's right. Fuck you. God uh, damn it. But I, I'd I'm, say 18. 18 wheeler. We've got to go 18. Oh, there we go. Oh, big rig. Yeah, yeah, big rig. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> I moved to Kansas City. I started coming to Kansas City in like 2005-ish. My sister moved here then. Uh, um, but I didn't officially move here until 2010. And at that time, I kind of felt like Kansas City was really starting to build its food and drink culture. Yeah. And I, many years before that, Kansas City has always had a great drink culture yeah. and food culture. Yeah. It was really starting to develop again downtown. And so I just kind of, I was living downtown and I was just making the best of meeting as many restaurants downtown Kansas City yeah yeah in 2010 it wasn't shit down there <laughs> I was in the crossroads recently just, renovated right, it's it's the crossroads wasn't even great lit. house Greg and his six shooter <laughs> I mean my big rig it was barely rebuilding I mean the resurgence yeah. was just, just starting yeah, yeah yeah I mean power and light opened in 2007 and you know everything it else still kind took of, a bit for that it to, did yeah yeah, yeah. There was flying saucer, and so like beer yeah, yeah, was yeah. still starting to yeah. develop in Kansas City a little bit. And I started in 2012 or so. I really started to think about beer as kind of something that could be fun. And yeah. so I started toying around with business plans and financial models and the nerdy shit related to brewing. Uh, and I was home brewing, but I was by no means that good at it. Uh, Did you have a Mr. Beer kid? I did not have a Mr. Beer kid. <laughs> we've, we've learned in, uh, a couple episodes ago there's a there's a Brooklyn Brewing beer kid. Oh really? Did not know that was like, a thing. I, Shout out to Garrett Oliver. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Godfather. Yeah. Uh, we had, a, we had a Garrett Oliver sighting last year at the festival. That's every every time we go. Yeah, Garrett Oliver goes everywhere. Oh yeah. That guy's always that's out. Bad, that's bad great. Motherfucker right there. Yeah. Best dressed man in brewing oh, too. Oh fuck yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Obscene. <laughs> anyway, uh, but I, I needed to I needed to figure out if I really wanted to do it or not, and so I I toyed around with a little bit with the idea of doing a very small sort of kind of the homebrew step up system. Yeah. Um, I was working out of a small warehouse down here in the West Bottoms. I I found a warehouse in the West Bottoms before I found an apartment when I moved here because smart. I wanted to do big redneck shit so yeah. I needed to park my truck in a shed somewhere Hurt. down here Hurt. Yeah. Hurt shit. you gotta park the truck first that's right yeah I so, mean he brought an 18 wheeler with him yeah. so I found my way to the west bottoms and then uh, just really love the neighborhood because I mean as like the mural behind us yeah, here yeah. it was growing up in Montana you know I wanted that oh, kind yeah, of yeah. A, a little bit of similarity yeah. so I found a neighborhood that kind of had yeah. that for me in Kansas City but still wanted the the city ideas of food and booze um, but then I knew in order to really figure out if I wanted to do it, I had to get a little bit more education. Yeah. So like Micah mentioned, the Siebel Institute, I went to Siebel Institute for the okay. business of brewing gotcha. instead of the science side. Because yeah. I knew that in order to make this really work, there, there has a, to be a business component be a business to guy. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a certificate from Siebel for that and then really started to figure out how I could make this work. Started talking with uh, property owners down here in the West Bottoms and see what was available. Uh, met Bill Haas Sr., who's our landlord now. Yeah, yeah. Well, how, how did this happen? This yeah, is a, I mean, this, this is, is an yeah. iconic this is, piece this, of yeah. City. I mean, that, I've, I've been to breweries all over the world. This, there's nothing like this. Yeah. And, and that's what really drove it hard for yeah. us, too, was that realizing a space like this could be available for us to kind of either maintain or 
watch get driven into the ground and demolished at some point in time. Right. And kind of a history nerd. My mother was a history major, or history masters, I think, maybe. She's a smart gal. Uh, um, love you, mom. <laughs> um, but uh, after meeting Bill Ha, too, because he's a, a large property owner in Kansas. There's a, more to come, by the way. So not really a real estate developer. Hard chef. Get it. Mm, I'll take a uh, load, too. But he was a... He ran cattle, he ran pigs, so he was the livestock guy. So he obviously was drawn to this neighborhood too. And talking with him just a couple times about this space and this opportunity, it, it really came to be a reality by walking through the space and being yeah. like, okay, yeah. we can have stockyards brewing. We can be in a stockyards neighborhood yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah. We can use this space to keep it alive and we can be crazy enough to put a brewery into a dining room. I mean, I really, I really feel happens. like that next door wouldn't have happened if you guys didn't do this. Well, yeah, I mean, the Golden Ox has gone through so many iterations That's what I'm of saying. Right, too, yeah. and the original space was almost 15,000 square feet, yeah. just a, a massive restaurant. Yeah. Restaurants don't need to be that big anymore. Nah. No. <laughs> so splitting the space in half uh, really made great sense for... Jordy here. Jordy! I'm going to get that shirt, but that's badass. Ah, oh, I don't need one. I don't bowl, but I can fuck with that shirt. <laughs> so that that's kind of where we got going down here, and then building from the branding that exists down here, and oh yeah, even just beer names. Yeah, Cerveza Royale, the American yeah. Royal. You know, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Royals coming from this neighborhood yeah. too. So it was it was a cool historical tie to Kansas City that we could build from. Yeah. Yeah. It's your turn. To get some uh, good mystery beer. No, oh, mystery beer yeah, time. You get, you get oh, I should have brought a drum so I could do it. Dig in the bag. <laughs> Crazy. I'm just, first one I'm grabbing. Mike has got the drums. Um, all right. We got here irrational sense of entitlement. Barrel <laughs> 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 aged Imperial Porter hipsters. with vanilla beans. So aged in um, for 17 months in Hayden Basil okay. Barrels. From uh, Transparent. Transparent. They're out in Grandview. That's, that's, yeah. where I, that's my brewery. It's not oh, my yeah. brewery. That's where I work. Yeah. But, yeah. Actually, I'm, gonna I'm just going to send that clip to, to Nolan. That, this is my brewery? Yeah, that's Nolan. my brewery. Yeah. You know how many people that's come in and they got owned the goddamn place? Because he was bartending at Grains and Taps when he was developing Transparent, yeah, yeah, sure right? Was, yeah, yeah. So, yeah no, Nolan's right. got a great story. You know, his, his, he's from a family of engineers, but he was, he was a pre-med guy and decided, I like brewing better. And here we are. Oh, I bet. Went to brewing school. sorry now. He went, did he go kind to, of. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's depends, fine. I could have had a better life. It depends and on the still day. drink a lot of beer. No, it's it's funny. It's funny now. So one of one of the the mainstays because it's almost three years they've been open. And shout out to Connor who's been there for two years. So Connor just started going to the back, and is two days a week is the cellarman. But we give him shit because we we we're like no you're like more because he's he's a tiny little guy so we call him the cellar boy so, so so Nolan was out skiing in Utah and he managed to do something without Nolan there so we said well you're not quite a cellarman yet you're like a cellar tween you know you're, <laughs> you know, you're, you're cellar tweener yeah you're 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 pretty angsty right now you know yeah, yeah you got that done that's your next so uh, he he doesn't know this but we've come up with this whole shirt with cellar tween Connor so <laughs> nice so what's after cellar I mean he might get to cellar I mean well you gotta be a teenager next cellar teen tween yeah. teen 
Hard shell. Yeah. 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 And then I'm maybe, the maybe Solomon at some and point. And then maybe like college, something that has to do with the fraternity <laughs> or Sell something. Seller undergrad. Seller yeah. freshman. <laughs> but right, this beer, and you can appreciate this, Nolan hated this beer. For a lot, that's why it was in the barrel for 17 months, and he, it was two different barrels. Yeah, that smells pretty busy. Um, then finally, I was like, "Bro, this this beer is ready to rock." And so he put the vanilla on it. Um, he's like, "Okay, let's let's fi finally do it." But it's it's a wonderful beer. I can't participate in the ABV because I know what it is. We'll let you guys decide. But the nose. Oh man. Yeah. Is this the one that I was tasting? When we were back in the brew house? Oh, like a year ago? In November? Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, absolutely. It was still in the oh, brew house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the nose, the nose is incredible. That's hot. What kind, of, what kind of barrels does it say? I'm trying to... Uh, basil, 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 basil Hayden. Oh, you, Seven, you can feel that months. vanilla. Oh, that, that swill whiskey? The <laughs> 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 yeah, goddamn swill whiskey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. I feel like you, you got to do a beer, beer called Swill. I don't know what it's going right? to be. Right? Yeah. It's, uh, you, you age it in, in uh, Mad Dog 2020 glasses, or bottles. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it Swill. Yeah. I mean, it takes me back. Unwalked, right? <laughs> if we can find those. Right. Like the handles. Oh, yeah, I know. The handles. <laughs> the orange flavor. Right, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's mixed. All the flavors. Uh, See, oh, I'm, so big on, I'm big on the grape. Yeah. Oh, oh, a purple drink. Yeah, purple drink. <laughs> like purple drink oh they made God. a grape drink for everything. I'm a big fan We've of that. We've got one of those in the works. All right, well, I'm just going Leroy Jenkins on this. I'm going to say 13.2. 13.2. What you got? We'll see how long it takes. Michael definitely getting that heat. What's the style of beer? <laughs> it's a barrel aged porter. Imperial porter. Yeah. Fourteen. Oh, okay, hurts yeah. I, I We're think it's never got, right. We've already established that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think exactly it's got right. good boost. But I love character. how enthusiastic you are <laughs> yeah. every time with your answer. I know. Like, but this time, but look, if you different. don't go strong, right. right? Like, you can't just meek it out. Meek right. it out. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna go 11-2. Okay. I think it's got some booze, but not okay. not quite that high. Although 11-2 is quite high. Here we high. go. Here we go. Potential one percent. <laughs> <laughs> if he does that and wins, it'll be great. I think I missed my opportunity for that. No, it's never too late. There's another beer that you have to open coming up. So there's that. Can I just go ahead and go one percent on the on the next beer? You can do whatever the fuck you want. Right. No, no. But <laughs> thank you. There's only two rules. Finally. <laughs> Gonna be 46 this year, and finally I get to do whatever, <laughs> whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> not whatever yes, you want, I'll whatever the fuck you want. Look, your mom's not here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, first thing I'm gonna do is take my clothes off and run around. And, <laughs> and neither is your father. And then I'll give you an answer. <laughs> okay, I'll just go with. This is so hard for you. Isn't it? it is so hard for me. <laughs> it's so hard for me. I love like, it. Because He's trying I, to figure out like how can I do the formula? You have like, no because idea. I also know that in some of these um, secondary aged barrel barrel aged beers, 
You don't really know how much alcohol is in it. I mean, unless you're sending it to the lab and they're telling you. That, that's that's why I'm. You don't know what you. Yeah. And and, and, just, right. and just the smell of the barrel can trick you. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? For sure. It's just that yeah. that I mean, Tony at Windshift did he he had that he had a. He barely, he barely ate something. It was in a, it was in a gin There's a lot of sweetness, too. And it just, I, I like thought it was 12%. Uh, it wasn't. A, a little drink for, I miss Windshift. Yeah, shout, yeah, shout out, yeah. R.I.P. Windshift. Tony. R.I.P. Anyway, where are you at, son? Did we give him enough time? <laughs> what, else, what did you go with? Or the other answer? 13-2. Uh, Mikey got 13-2. I said 11. I think I said 11-2. I think you did say 11-2. I like even numbers, so when it starts with an odd, I got yeah, to finish yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just go with 1%. 1%. Oh, 1%, Bob. 1%, Drew. Actual ABV. Actual ABV, 10.5. You got it, Mikey. Right. All right. There you go. All right. That's all you, bitch. I was actually, I was going to say 10-10. Because I like the sound of it. I was going like to say 10-10. Yeah. That would have won all Yeah, 10-5. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. It's all right. pretty sneaky. 1% But when you, when you spend it. that much time in a barrel, I mean, here we are. Yeah, I mean. You take a lot of character. Out. Yeah. I've spent that much time in a barrel, and it ages me. <laughs> <laughs> like Strange Brew style. He just got, yeah. he got lost uh, in there. Anybody <laughs> seen Micah? I think he's back in the barrel again. <laughs> they call it a hot tub. What was that? So back to like this this space. I mean, how often though do you get people walking in? They're like, I remember. Yeah. Oh, that's a. I mean, is that every day? For sure. Daily. Almost weekly. daily. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Especially when we first opened, it. I mean, it pulled people out of the woodwork. I mean, because yeah. this was the place, the steakhouse. Yeah. I mean, yeah. shoot, in through the '90s, Joe Posnanski would just half his columns were made mention. The Golden Ox yeah. and how great it was. I mean, we've we've had enough random sales like guys come in here. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's like museum dosage. <laughs> I, I get way into the history on this uh, again because my mom's history and she was a librarian for a long time, so she forced me to spend a bunch of time at the Kansas City Library in the Missouri Valley room, just researching the West Bottoms and the history of the stockyards and everything. So I, I spent as much time as I possibly could in there. Also because there's just, as Mike has said before, just dripping with marketing potential in oh, there. Oh, God. So, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the this space that we're in was built in 1951. The Golden Ox Steakhouse opened in 1949. Man. And this is where... New York likes to claim it, but they're full of shit. <laughs> yes. The Fuck Kansas you, City yeah. Strip. Yeah. The I'm, Kansas City Strip is the strip. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> New York Strip is like shoot Yeah, the New York Strip it. is right. the Kansas City Strip, and it started here. I mean, our, our back event space has seen uh, Truman, has seen the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Like, the amount of people that have come through this space when it was the Golden Ox. Presidents, uh, anything that was important happening in Kansas yeah. City made a stop at Arthur Bryant's and the Golden Knights. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. And, I mean, for good reason. Yeah. And, you know, sadly, when the livestock trade moved from centrally located areas out back to the ranches, where it made a little bit more sense, but it was also unfortunate because that's when feedlots started to come around yeah. and... So it took a lot of the jobs away from downtown urban core where you could trade livestock. Yeah. I mean, we're connected to a nine-story building that was built for the sole purpose of trading livestock. 
Right. Like with a bank and a post yeah, office. Yeah, there was a right. bank and a post and, office right. in this space. Or as, as one old man uh, developer once told me, those damn antitrust laws happened, and we all had to move out of the bottoms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so sadly, when the livestock trading ended down here, the Golden Ox hit hard times as well. Yeah. Um, and Kemper Arena definitely helped for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The American Royal being yeah. down here yeah. really helped. Um, but they they closed their doors in 2014. Uh, and now our friends that own the Golden Ox and Voltaire and Moxie Catering, they're now the new owners of the Golden Ox and Voltaire still in Lemonade Park. Yeah. One of the greatest things to come out of COVID. You know? oh, oh, God, yeah. Lots when COVID lemons. gives you lemons, make Lemonade Park. Fuck yes. Right. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. Have they used that? You just got to clap for Mikey right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, way to go, baby. Yeah. So it's our... I mean, if, if a neighborhood in Kansas City knows how to survive hard times, the West Bottoms is really one of them. Absolutely. Floods, fires, droughts. You but know. you know what's crazy about the West Bottoms? There's a lot of people in Kansas City who have never fucking been down here. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 yeah. it's mind-blowing. Yeah. There's such, it's such a, it's a, it's a different <clears throat> Present vibe. company not excluded. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> come on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dude, wow. I mean, that was a great call out. Yeah, well yeah, done. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, Except for that guy. You know, it's the sucking up. You're like, you build them up and then you tear them down. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, you do, you know, maybe that's fair. the wrong order. <laughs> tear them yeah. down and then build them back I up. I mean, I was about to talk about like my first time at the Ox, but you know. Yeah. What, what, were you a four? Or what the fuck? Was it a prom? No. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes, there were, but that was my first time. But, but I did come here. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it was before a game at Kemper. Sure. Back and there have been some 80s. badass people that have rolled yeah. through Kemper. Beastie oh Boys, Tribe yeah. Called Quest. Yeah. We went here. Prince has played we went Kemper. Here and saw yeah. Tommy Morrison I mean, that, fight that, when that they filmed was, the Rocky movie. back in the day. Yes. Kemper yes. was the arena. Yeah. I've never actually been in there. What? Never been what? in there. The Blades? Boo. Oh, yeah. you know what? You know Kings? what? That's a lie. That's a lie. I'm lying. You know what? <laughs> the Comets. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the old Comets. There we go. Because my, my brother played for the Wichita Wings. And okay. they would come up. Because I, li I lived here in the 90s. I left and I came yeah, back. Yeah, that was still late 90s. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I forgot I'd been in there. I just don't remember. It's, oh, because so when ago. they tried to relaunch, they, they were back when they tried to relaunch that league. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Well, was that so the well. MISL? Didn't go so well. Fine. The missile, the missile yeah. league. It's the fine. missile, yeah. Shout out to my brother. The blades were a blast too. But the, the, the comments of the '80s were awesome. And the blades yeah. were IHL. I think that was their league. They were champs for like numerous years. Oh yeah, yeah. Turner Cup, Turner Cup champs. I remember that I was at the airport one time, and the blades. This is, this is my only hockey fame, uh, claim to fame story. The blades were coming back to town as I was leaving town. And I hung out with the Blades at one of the bars at the airport. <laughs> here's, here's what I remember most, most about the Blades. One of the bars, they you had, mean the bar. At one point, there was one bar. Yeah. The two players left who, would, who uh, could still play without a helmet. Oh, I don't right, know who, yeah, the, yeah, who yeah, the two yeah, old yeah, guys yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm sure they're still kicking. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the beer selection. So it's grown. You know, yeah. obviously Cerveza, uh, Black IPA have, have been a thing. Yeah. What? I mean, core the, the core brands were before Cerveza. Were it, we didn't launch with Cerveza in the beginning. Oh no! It was uh, we we thought Fox Trot. Fox Trot. Uh, Fox Trot was, that was one of the core brands. The Black IPA. Yeah. Hefeweizen was one of the first. Saison was one. And then Saison. Well, I'm going by. I remember the color. Like there was the brown one. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. What is the triple fleek? Uh, so the triple fleek, is it on fleek? 
it apparently it, that's that's how it came to be. <laughs> it's on still, fleek. Is fleek still a word? Times three. Is that still a thing? Being on no, fleek? but that's why it's <laughs> that's why it's dated at 2019. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was a thing. I then. love it. <laughs> uh, but all of the hip words I know I learned from my kids. So um, we we did a we we're not ones to brew a lot of trendy beers. We don't really chase trends right. uh we yeah you guys have never done like a hazy right we well we have but um i don't remember for, it, it was for, for a benefit uh that's that's my point i've yeah. never seen i've never got oh let me get that hazy ipa yeah that's not what happens in so, that, so once we did a hazy and a, and a juicy and they were kind of both hazy and juicy hey, he sounds well, like and we're not doing that again <laughs> actually people said it was the best hazy in town yes oh Yes. Okay, heard. And, yeah, and no when we brewed that. it, I'm like, okay, you know, we, I've never brewed on these before, so I'm like, what's the, what's the secret here? I'm asking a couple people around town, and they're like, oh, you got to do this, and you got to do this, you got to do this. And I'm like, okay, whatever. We'll do <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That seems like a, a lot of hard work for. for is, that, is that yeah, no, or you know, no, yeah? Is that like, is anybody really going to be able to tell? Oh, he should have taken the mic with him. Oh, yeah. uh, give us a live up to date. be the first time. Um, so anyway, we talked about that, and they're like, "You got to do all this," and I was like, "Yeah, whatever. You know, maybe we will," but we didn't. And and then we had numerous people tell us it was the best hazy or the best juicy they've ever they'd ever tasted. Um, very drinkable. But regardless, uh, we've yeah, never we been make, one to chase trends. Yeah. But we did, and we haven't done a lot of collaborations. Not because we don't want to, but because we haven't really had the time while trying to build these core brands and with our distribution and, and, and with everything else going on in the direction we've been going. Um, but uh, City Barrel said, hey, you guys want to do a Brute IPA? And I'm like, that sounds stupid. Let's do it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> That's, you know, my favorite idea. Uh, another right. another style I just that so I like, it might I'm work. Good, yeah. But I, I mean, I was a little more into that because I liked the dryness factor of sure, it. Sure, but you and, don't want to drink a bunch of it. Right, right. So we, we did one, and we named it Gucci Brute because at that time the kids were like, oh, that's so Gucci, that's so Gucci. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, that's, you know. It's the word on the street. When something's, word, word on the street. <laughs> when something's super cool and it's like yeah, has yeah, yeah. to be relevant at the yeah. time, right? So we named that one Gucci Brute. And then Triple Fleek was the answer to that, and it was, uh, or the second iteration, and it was um, basically a Brute IPA crossed with a uh, Belgian Chappelle. What the fuck? And, and <laughs> How the hell do you... It's alive! It's alive! Just like I did. Did y'all brew yeah. that in the middle of the fucking night? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like it was yeah. Frankenstein? Yeah. Exactly. Frankenstein you know, just, just tell I mean, me I can't like... do it. I mean, we got an Imperial Colchon, also something that nobody's ever really done before. The yeah, Cowboy, cowboy Colchon? Cowboy yeah. yeah. Imperial Coach. We got to have that one. Yeah. yeah. That's, so what do, you, what do you love brewing? Like, what is what is your love of, the thing I want to make is, this? I love brewing. And it doesn't really matter what it is. Oh, I love you that know, they fucking cheers on that. Because. You know what? You're a fucking gentleman and a scholar, not in that order. I mean. Uh-oh, what did we just do? That's the, that's the triple. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and you brought me a second. Oh, oh, hey. You can't have, you brought those to me. You know, <laughs> bitch. Wow! <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Ooh, it's getting feisty in here. That's, that's right. 
Yeah. We're an hour in. That's what happens. That's right. The cuffs are coming off, or the gloves so are this, coming this off. So this is the uh, this the is the cuffs are about to go on. Yeah. Probably. You said the cuffs. Yeah. Just take me in. I feel like his cuffs would be like furry cuffs. Yeah. Right. yeah. Is there a problem with that? I got some of those in there. <laughs> I got I got those from Mora a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so is this the on fleek? Ours would have like a have like a. I think a that cow, is that the cowboy cold, or like is it. that the fleek? <laughs> is this the, the fleek? I think that's the fleek. That's the triple fleek. The nose is great. So it's it's aged a bit, uh, obviously. I've been aging so for like four years. Yeah. Um, it it was different when it when it first came out. There was a, that's, a, diff, a bigger hop character. No, it's tasty beer. It's 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 definitely like the crossover. Yeah. Weirdly, I like it. I, yeah, it's different. It's okay. No, to say it's that. different. It's but okay to say that. No, if it's like sucked, that. I would say. Yeah. But the beer doesn't suck though. Well, and it's, I mean, it's so clean that okay. it's just kind of doing its thing. Like yeah. it's in a safe space to That's what this place is. It's a safe space. That's actually really nice. Is there something Thanks. almost floral at the end? Yeah. That's yeah. that Belgian shit. Is that what, is the, what, is that what that is? Uh, the hop schedule one. <laughs> I can't see that, that far. Talking pre-COVID? You think we wrote this down? That's 9-7? Is that the Dawn Fleek? Is that your guess? I think we've, I mean, re we've, renamed, <laughs> we've renamed the beer on Fleek, by the way. Well, it's, 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 it's 2019 Fleek. <laughs> yes. Because you don't say Fleek anymore. So it's off Fleek. That's a different, de fleek. That's a different <laughs> decade. It's off Fleek, yes. Uh, I mean, my teenager, every time I try to use whatever a hip word is, no. What are the hip words? He just right looks now? at me and says, on no. cap, right? Yeah. Isn't on, that on cap? Isn't that one? No, one? just cap. Just cap? Cap. Oh, okay. that's, oh that's cap. Use that in a sentence. Um, you say. Um, or is that no cap? Sir, you say that Cerveza Royale is not the best beer in the city, and I say, oh, that's cap, bro. <laughs> that's cap? I haven't heard that's that. That's cap, meaning you're lying. Hey, that's I'm, a lie. I'm so that's lost. That's a lie. Yeah, I'm, I'm a father of a teenager, is, so I'm sure she yeah. means you're lying. Ah. Is yeah. that just a thing that as we near the number five, like, we just don't know what the words mean anymore? I, it's, is it on cap or just cap? No, it's just cap. I, I think um, there was, I think there was a, there was a, no cap means no line. Why are you hitting that? Oh, her. But it's his turn. I mean, my kids, anyway, just say, oh, that's cap, or, Yeah. Meaning that's that's a lot. We got ourselves yeah. a new beer to brew. Enough apparently. of the words. Let's talk about how did the airport location happen? Huh. Who? You want who the, did you want what? The real story? Well, or? No, no, no. <laughs> I want the dirty story. Let's set, uh, let's well, set up a little bit. Kansas City has a new you, airport, a new airport which you, I've never been to. Will you bleep out a certain brewery name? No, we won't. <laughs> we won't give that. We won't give that rendition. At the airport, they. There was a process where they have a lot of local and and, and, I, and I get that, there. but for that to happen, for for the airport to be like, you know what, uh, whoever's doing that, maybe we should make it a fucking local thing because what was up there before was some bullshit. Let's keep it real. Go ahead. Yeah. And half the shit up there was yeah. never open, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I haven't been to the new airport. I hear it. It sucks. But it's great. It doesn't suck. It's pretty damn good. Well, I guess oh, I guess the part. I, guess, I no. mean, it's fantastic. No, I'm talking about the it's once you get inside, it's great. I've if, only if dropped people outside, off. I've not been in it because people, okay, so people don't, don't know anything about uh, cell pro, phone lots. Right. Pro tip. Yeah. Pro tip then. Pro tip. If you're going to pick somebody up at the airport, don't go to the pickup. 
go to the drop-off. I've heard that. Yeah. Okay, heard you. Because there's long lines on the lower level, which is where you do pickup and baggage claim yeah, and arrivals yeah, yeah. and everything. Go to departures, especially if it's late at night. There's no more departures, so that top level is oh. empty. Look. You guys hear that? Uh, <laughs> Airport I life that, hacks. I don't know if that should go on the podcast. That's some valuable information right there. <laughs> next thing you, next thing you know, departures is fucking <laughs> You guys just, you guys just like, lost your airport plans. license. Yeah, right. Like, and Stockyards no longer has a tap room there. So anyway, <laughs> but I mean, how cool is that? Yeah. They, they really made a focused effort to get local yeah. restaurants yeah. and breweries there. Yeah. How, how did you guys get in on it? Uh... It was, it was a lot of work, and as soon as the new airport was announced and approved by city council, you know, everybody was vying for an opportunity to be in there because it was going to be the single largest infrastructure project in Kansas City history. Mm. Um, from a building perspective and from a financial tax revenue wow. and just overall business revenue perspective. A billion and a half dollars just to build the damn thing and then uh, contract with a concessions group for 15, 20 years This is where your, your business dollars. side shit came in. When yeah. you went to, we went to Brew School. This <laughs> yeah. is a, this like, I've been waiting for this opportunity. I'm ready. <laughs> right. You got to stay ready to be ready, right? Well, and, and one thing that we really pride ourselves on is that you know we are not just a beer company. Beer is by far the most important thing that we do, but our, our culture, our brand, our awareness, and our, our history in this space builds us to be larger than we are. Yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes people will think that we are a, a massive, mega, like, we've regional got that, brewery. We've got BBE, Big Brewery Energy. <laughs> yeah, we do. Crazy. <laughs> nah, nah. BBE. No, crazy. Just it's let a, it out. It's a, it's a, let you got to whip it out. Yeah, oh, we do. We lay it on the table. <laughs> And so from, from our website, from our branding, yeah. from our social presence, you know, we, we push ourselves as bigger than we are. Yeah. And it, it shows and it works. Yeah, perception is reality. Yeah, and uh, a group that was working to be the concessions management and the overall airport management group approached us oh. through a mutual friend, actually, Pete Doolin. Oh, I love Pete. Oh, yeah, shout out to Pete Doolin. Yeah, yeah, sure. Pete He's been on the pod. Good, good. Pete's a badass motherfucker. He's a great Pete guy. is great. Yeah. And so Pete and early on nice. was working with this concessions group, and they asked him, like, hey, what breweries in town do you think represent Kansas City well? Wow. And then we can push wish. into the airport. He didn't tell us this story when he was on the podcast. Wait till I see that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> And, and so Pete, because then all the other birds are gonna be like, why didn't you say us? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Shit. Pete's good at that too. Pete's very good at getting around to everybody and showing his. Maybe love. Pete can get us an RV. You need an RV, you, buddy. Hey, Pete. Pete. Well, we're we're Pete, shot. Pete, if you're out there, Pete. Pete, Pete. is that you? Is that you, Pete? No, I digress. We're we're, we're trying to so Barrel and Flow is a big a pod, uh, a bit uh, beer festival we go to every and year. My, I have a dream. It's it's in it's in. I want to roll Madden style. It's, it's in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, do you not like to fly? No, we just uh, like to drive. We I just think I just want to roll Madden style to the festival. Oh, bro, oh, we love that town. So we, is we, Barrel and Flow? I'm in. The, I'm in. Is Vine Street going to that one? Yes. Well, yeah, right on. Hopefully, hopefully, we're supposed to be taking their beers. <laughs> well, they're opening Friday. Friday, which is like they the weirdest opening announcement. <laughs> you, well, hold on, I mean, when is what, this? what happened to Friction? Friction this past weekend got fucked. But they opened. They're open. But but they're exhausted. 
Well, sure, that happens. Right. No, I get it. I, I get it. Yeah. Still exhausted. Seven years later, still exhausted. <laughs> I was like, this is just life. <laughs> Speaking of, it's my nap time. Brewery life. You're like, God damn it. Seven years later, we're still fucked up. Yeah. Still exhausted. But anyway, back to your airport. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, a concessions group and an airport management group, after Pete recommended us, they reached out to us. We thought it was a long shot. We were like, yeah, sure, let's have this conversation. Yeah. But we all know you're going to pick the big dog in town, they who shall not be named. As soon as... soon as Never, never heard of them. As soon as, right. the, as the, the contract money starts getting offered, you know, that's when it's like, you, you got to pay to play. And, um, right. And oh, is that, is, is that how it works? I mean, in most worlds, and, right. and ours is not exempt from that. People are like, "Why aren't you in the stadium? Or why aren't you in there?" And it's yeah, like, well, that's we bad. don't have yeah, that's all that different. kind yeah, of we've, money. Yeah, we've heard those stories. Yeah, don't we don't have that kind of money to throw at it, right? So we're like, when pigs fly, that's when those. When pigs fly, yeah, and here we are. Oink, oink, well, oink. you got a pig for a logo, so this. that's right. Yeah, and yeah. now we're in an airport. And you fly like a motherfucker. Pigs are flying. Yeah. Whoa. That was you. That was you. Easy. <laughs> why, are you, why are you fucking with Mikey's camera? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that was me. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to jump. I jumped. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's just getting excited. But I mean, like all big industrial projects in a big city, yeah. politics. Yeah. So we spent a bunch of time working with this group and putting together portfolios and images and a presentation to show. And we were joined by a bunch of great restaurants and other establishments around Kansas City, all yeah. from a local perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, We showed up to every city council meeting As you should. to push and promote ourselves and the group that we were connected with. And I mean, it came down to the last minute vote where they had to call Quentin Lucas, who was in New York, and pull him in to make the final vote to decide what concession group and what airport management group was going to win. Because this is the thing about city government. I worked for at least on the city government for a long time. The, generally, the people on council don't know shit about shit. Word. I can't make that, that. I can't make that. Uh, you're not wrong. Just I mean, bring the bottole. And, and, As a lifelong reporter, <laughs> and, and I've, got, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a quick story. So, um, you know, shout out to Goat Brewing and Lee Summit. One dude on the council, on the council, who's Mormon? I don't. I like Mormons. He's a Mormon. Recovering. Recovering. Not Mormon. Independence brand. You drink alcohol. It was the independence so, brand. So well, you're different. closer to eating. So this then. dude yeah. didn't drink alcohol, and he was he would he would vote no. And if you know where the goat brewing is, he was worried about the neighborhood. I'm like, bitch, you're a lawyer. You don't even live in the neighborhood. And so yeah. a lot over. The, I worked for city government for 12 years. I'm like, a lot of people who would fuss about what you're talking about. I'm like, you have no stake in that. Why are you voting no? You don't right. even fucking drink. You, right. You're probably drinking Michelob you Ultras. Drink. You've probably never been in that neighborhood. And probably drinking Ultras. Well, you know, you yeah, got to think. Anything you are not drinking anything at all. Well, well, he doesn't drink anything. But I think yeah. the fear is really is you, you don't want to let the pores get too near the alcohol. Well, right. <laughs> because then, you know, society just loud? takes a big... You said that. Oh, okay. That's, that's going to be on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, uh, uh, and, Mormon and, underwear. Sorry. And, and you know what I meant by pores. <laughs> so you know, yeah. To your point, go, you, so well, yeah, smart, so they, smart move to go to all the the things because you build that rapport. Well, they, and then, and, and I feel like Quentin Lucas is last time I was at Lemonade Park. Who was over there? Fucking Quentin Lucas. Yep. He you comes out. 
he shows support yeah. in the neighborhood. He's a real motherfucker. Yeah, he is. He is, yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm not going to talk about another marriage. Are <laughs> um, oh, we going to talk about Funkhauser? <laughs> like, uh, like, we can turn off the switch and tell stories later. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, what's his face just ran again? Chastain? Clay Chastain? Bro, he was running in 92. Right. What the fuck, bro? Go away. Well, and he, he, still lives in he was trying to, he was trying to push the, the light rail from, you know, half a country away. What a, you know. Anyway, I was about to get, there's a soapbox right there. I see it. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to get on it. Respect due to OHM concession. So, yes, they they had lost, as, as we were told, they had lost out on a bid because they didn't go local and they lost to a group that had had gone local and, and that hadn't been a focus for them so much in the past. Uh, in the more recent uh, past, they, they shifted that and started doing local focus and... You know, and we were skeptical. Is that who's running it up there? Yeah, OHM concession okay. group. Yeah, and we were skeptical because of that. You got to pay to play, and eventually, it's like, oh, well, you entertain that idea. But as we know from most big companies, they like they tell you a lot of things, and then they do exactly what they normally do. But they stuck to that, and they kept it hyper local focused. That's awesome. And they stayed with us. Uh, they came to our brewery a few times, and were like. You're going to make enough beer out of this brewery? <laughs> and we're like, we got it. We got this. You know? And they believed in us, and they, and they stuck with us. And, uh, and they took so many elements of this tap room and of our brand and incorporated it into that, really? into that airport bar. I mean, it's gorgeous. How many um, beers do you guys have up there? We've got almost the whole lineup. Wow. No shit. Okay, so how big is your yeah. system? I mean, how, much, how are you keeping that's a, up? That's a personal question. Yeah. <laughs> this is this how, is why long, we're exhausted. It's big enough. What the fuck, bro? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had any complaints yet. My wife yet. says it's just right. <laughs> I haven't had any complaints yet. No complaints yet. Um, this is why we're exhausted. Yeah. This is why we're exhausted. Yep. Because we continually have think we can't do more, and then we continually you have to do more and just yeah, keep squeeze out, out a little bit more each phrasing. time. Phrasing? Yeah. Phrasing? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> We're milking it for all it's worth. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. going, he's doubling down on, on the phrasing. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. And then that, um, what, I don't, what, what year was that? 20, that was late? either late 18 or early 19 when we started talking with them. But, what really? was it? Was it was it that 20? long ago. Oh yeah, this was a long run in the process to wow. get. Because they approved it in early 18. No. I mean, we knew about it for a while, and we we didn't really talk about it much because we were like, we don't want to jinx it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we also don't want to get yeah. too excited and get super yeah. disappointed. And then, and then we like, don't have So we yet. just kind of, it just kind of was there, and we just kind of, you know, we did everything we could to, like, nurture it, but at the same time, we're like, uh, you know, it's not for sure. Though. Right. And I think the final vote wasn't until 21. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like mid mid or early 21 was when the final city council vote was made and then the airport had to be open and everything had to be done yeah. by March of 23. Yeah. 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 There was that moment in I think it was 21. The same week we found out the airport was happening. We found out we had a lock on our on our second location for a production packaging facility and we got named the small 
business of the year by the KCK Chamber in the same week, and we were just like... That was a big week. We were like, whoa, <laughs> okay, here we go. Really? Shit just got real. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Seven, oh man, you should have been at that. You should have been at that party because yeah. we that was a party. We was that the Natterday? Was that the Natterday party? Nah, <laughs> no, no, no. We don't really want to talk about Natterday party. There's, so, a, there's a certain organization that might come looking for. Everyone. So we got the airport, right? And we got a, it. There's another location. Yeah. So. We've known for a long time that Cerveza Royale was going to be the big shit that it is. You know, as humble as we are about this yeah, beer. Yeah, got got that BBE. Got that BBE. Yeah. I feel like that needs to be a t-shirt. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Or a beer. Or a beer. Or both. Yeah. The notorious BBE. We knew that there was no, probably going to be an opportunity. A, and a time when we were going to run out of capacity here in the West Bottoms. And so we spent years looking for other locations to build a larger facility. And uh, Micah, having the background and the connections he had from Gordon Biersch, we were able to buy and acquire the old Gordon Biersch downtown brewing locations, all brewing facility. So we bought all of their equipment. Where, where was that? Power Light. Co County... County Road Ice House or whatever it's called I, now. I wow. didn't know. I didn't know that was even a thing. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, it was right one of next the to the stage. In Kansas City. Wow. You were you were cranking yeah. out more beer than almost like only Boulevard yeah. and Free State were really making more when, beer when, than you at that time. When was the Gordon Beer shit? Um, when P and L first from opened. from 2007, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, when the Power and Light opened, 2007 to. They were one of the last of the originals to go, right? It was 2017 because they had a 10-year lease. So 2017. The Cordish Group is never one of the there. worst evil <laughs> empires that you can oh, yeah, try absolutely. to work with. Oh, they're terrible. Um, so GB was ready to cut those ties, and that, that was on a 10-year lease. So 2017, that lease ended, and they and they closed that. I had left there in 16, right before we opened this place. Um, but I had been consulting here prior to that, and... When they closed Gordon Beers, I was like, nobody else knew they were closing. You know, I had an inside scoop, obviously. And I was like, Greg, let's buy this system. And like, nobody even knows it's available. Yeah. So we swooped in, and I was like, hey, how much for it? And they threw a number out there. And How big of a system like, were they brewing? It's a 30-barrel brew oh, house with six 60-barrel six fermenters. Wow. It had seven 60-barrel serving tanks. Kind of what you need. Yeah, exactly what we needed. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. what we needed, really. And um, they threw a number out there, and we were like, uh, "Oh, are you sure? Okay." Uh, and we then when I countered like five thousand less than what they said, and they were like, oh, "Okay, yeah. fine." <laughs> and then I went, I went back a, a week later, and I was like, "We want to make moves on this," and they were like, "Oh, you're serious?" Oh, they didn't think they you were, were like, serious. I, they thought we were just curious, I think, or like maybe hopeful, or just kind of like yeah. playing with the idea. And we were like, we want to, we want to make moves on this. So that that equipment set has been sitting in storage this whole time for. And and it's, it's going coming on six years now. It's a, it's stood up now out at 103rd Street uh, near 69 Highway. Over on the, the park. Kansas side. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Side. Yeah. So now so we'll have. So it's just a, a production facility. Well, yep. Yeah, we'll eventually we'll have a tap room. We'll grow into having a tap room, but the first mode of business is make more beer. Yeah, I mean, especially with the airport. Yeah, how's, exactly. the, how's that yeah. going? Like, like, like they're moving a lot beer. of beer. Are they? Yeah, they're oh, turning tons. through some beer. Yeah, 
we have an amazing location in there, and then we we have all of basically all of these beers on tap there yeah. at our location. But then we've also got beer on tap and in cans throughout the airport as well. So, oh really? Oh, yeah. oh wow! Yeah, yeah. And they have a so blank it's not just one loca- one spot in the no. airport. But that one spot is is undoubtedly stockyards. I mean, yep. you see it and you're like, yeah. oh, this is stockyards. They took so much of this woodwork and... Yeah, they flew in architects and their engineers and their team and their marketing team. And they just replicated. To come I mean, walk through make, our space. Well, and the most important thing that we version. wanted... Yeah, we were like, don't make a caricature of this. Like, this space is iconic, Kansas yeah, yeah, City. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't just replicate <laughs> it as shit. <laughs> and, they, and they didn't. And that's going to be hard to do, to, to take it to a modern... Right. Airport like that. Yeah. Take yep. this and not make it. We, we a were cartoon. a little nervous about that. We, yeah, for sure. But I mean, they nailed it. Yeah. You couldn't ask for anything. That's great. Yeah. Where did Mikey go? We lost. You know what? It's your turn anyway. Yeah, he's going to dig in. It's Mystery Beer Time. <laughs> Is it? Wait a minute. Uh, uh, bracing oh. for us. <laughs> Mystery Beers. Mystery Beers. <laughs> that was pretty good there. That was good. Thanks. You want me to do some. Uh, Sample spot, sample spots. Well, this one's this one's a crowler, so yeah, you can do, yeah. If you want to do like some some drops for us, we'll take them. Yeah, Bree, you've been. Uh, what was that? Bree, you got competition. You got competition. Juice box boys. You know Bree Barrow? Yeah, you know those guys. Yeah, Yeah, the juice box boys. Yeah. He reaches in the mystery bag and he shows back up. (laughs) (laughs) What do you know? He was. There's only one beer left in there. It's a crowler. Yeah, but he's got to make it exciting. That not a, that's not a beer. It's a smack pack beer. I would not drink that. That's a Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> it's very old. There you oh, go. Oh, little. Is that the diametric, last? Diametric, my favorite. Is that <laughs> the last of their their big cans? No, that's what oh. they do. Oh, okay. oh that's Conveniently, the, the ABV is, is not on there. Smudged out. <laughs> oh, nice. I don't even know where the fuck that beer came from. It was in my refrigerator. <laughs> How old is this beer? Yes. yes. 2020. Yeah, we can't be judging old I've ass beers. I've got a month and a day, but no year. No, it's 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 recent, but I think somebody bought it, came to my house, and left it. Oops, sucks that happens. Yeah, yes, I was like, hell yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's the Anyway Shake. Oh, I anyway love shake. I love it? the Anyway Shake. Anyway Shake Peach. Yeah, it's a peach. That's one of my so favorites. So they, they do that series. They're IPAs, they're fruited IPAs. It's oh, a peach okay. one. Am I supposed to shake it first? Oh, probably, they mean milk probably shake. Probably not, unless you're going to play like you the, think those guys the, shake the, it a lot? the beer hunter. <laughs> yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> Heard. Well, they've got it full. Oh, it's full as a motherfucker. <laughs> wow. You're going to spill that first piece, aren't you? Oh, look at you with those skills. Just a drop. Oh, it's hazy. From my homies. I really like their Anyway Shake series. Yeah, their series is, yeah. Old Devin down there, he knows how to wash a keg, right? Yeah. Yeah, you guys know Devin down there. Devin doesn't. (laughs) The old keg wrangler down here in the bottom. The keg wrangler. Beer name is that a it's title? Second to none. That's a title. And is that a, and is that that was a, a good title? Yeah, that was a that was a former <laughs> title. Right it is. Now I'm the swing writer. I mean, that, to me, that's a perfect stockyards beer. Keg Wrangler. Yeah. The the, the graphics could be great. We've got. <laughs> right, you yeah. Know, trying to, trying to yeah. We a got a whole slip. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess you guys can have some more. I'll give you some. I mean, it's it's yeah, it's, it's a seven fifty. We can't really tell how strong it is, so. 
Whoa! It smells fun. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh. Whoa! There's some peach in that for I'm, sure. I'm, yeah, I'm passing around. Peachy? Is it, it actual it, peach or is it apricot? You know, that's a good question. I did, I did not that's query them. That's a great question. Them. That's a great so, question, Greg. Somebody's have to, somebody's have to look that shit Greg up. Greg will ask the <laughs> tough question. Is that a tough <laughs> question? <laughs> is that is that his role as majority owner? Yeah. It's a tough question. Yeah. I'm working on this new recipe. <laughs> no. Is it really? <laughs> no, it's more like, what do you guys want for lunch today? And then Pizza. you see my indecisiveness. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like... Okay, you know, two hours later, we're like, do we order lunch? Like, Micah hasn't decided. Let me work up my spreadsheet. What have I had in the last 12 months? <laughs> I feel like I've... There's I've a, there must be a glitch. It says pizza is like 85%. Serious, boys. I've had ox 27% of the year. Yeah. How so, often are you ordering a steak? A steak? From next door. How often do people try to order steak from us? That's yes, yes. Like yes, better question. People uh, still once walk a in and ask for a steak once a day. Do I you mean, have a deal? Do you have any kind of arrangement? No, but we what we do have is a lot of people coming in being like, "Oh, can we help you?" And they're like, "No, we're good." And we're like, "Are you? You know, we're going. Oh yeah, we're going. We're going to Gold Knox." While you're at Stockyards, and they're like, "I know that." Uh, Would you like a beer? <laughs> like I know what I'm doing. Like we have we have one guy like walk back here and he tried to go through this door and he's like I, I know there's like like no no you locked. don't know no you don't know. My we favorite that person that we've had come in was eating over at the Gold Knox and our bathrooms used to be the only bathrooms for the Gold Knox. Oh. So some people still remember that as being oh, the only yeah, bathroom. Yeah, yeah. So, come so he over. would get up from his table and he would come over here and he would use the restroom. And finally, one of our bartenders was like, are you okay? Do you need anything? And he was like, you know, while I'm here, I'll uh, give me a beer and a shot. <laughs> and we're like, okay, sure. So gave him a beer, gave him a shot, chugged the beer, took the shot, went back over, sat down, continued eating dinner. This is dinner, yeah. About 10 minutes later, got back up, came over. He's like, why don't you give me another shot? And we're like... Yeah. Okay. You're here to party. He's like, what are you not telling everybody else that's sitting at your table right. while you're coming over here I'm going taking to taking shots? I'm going to the bathroom. Right. You know they, what? That's they do have their own bathrooms now. That is a great way to go to a steakhouse, though. It's like sneak out for a shot. Come back. Yeah. Yeah. So, Greg, I got meat questions for you, bro. Meat? Meat questions. Meat candy. Hey, this is a little personal, isn't it? Yeah, goddamn right it is. It's not the case. This is the part of the show we talk about your meat. Talk, talk about BBE. <laughs> okay, let's do it. You're a cattle guy. What's your favorite cut of, like, like oh, meat? Oh, your favorite cut of meat? Because he, he, he's a meat snob. Oh, all right. Aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, once you had the best. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, my favorite cut of meat is probably the hot dog. Um, That's not a cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shape. I mean, 
I mean, it's a fair answer, except it's not a cut. You have no I idea. Mean, I love some Wait. asshole shoved into a casing. You have. <laughs> you know what? You have no it's idea. Delicious. Nick loves to do these little, like these these uh, reels. That's gonna end up on yeah. a reel. I hope so. That's <laughs> true. That's true. He loves the he loves the funny reels. That's, Thank you for that. That's Mikey. What his favorite cut? Is. What's your favorite cut, Mikey? Um, well, that's funny because I don't eat meat and uh, I'm, veg- I'm vegetarian. So I'm sorry. Um, if, if you had a fake piece of meat, I mean, well, I, our, I don't understand okay, so, picky and so our, so our family of. our family used to run a barbecue restaurant. So I'm not foreign to, is that what, to pulling the membrane off of the is off that of the what ribs, turned you, you know? budget? No, I was I didn't eat meat before that, which is really funny. Um, but man, I tell you what, I don't know. Maybe some local. Mikey raised... claims he's never eaten meat before that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you went you went it like you were calling the cops. <laughs> I, right. I heard that. that I, got not on, the not on I got a code twelve I got a code twelve six one nine. Mike claims he's never meat. eaten meat before that. I'd say while we're at it, some locally raised ostrich. Why not? Yeah. Where? Yeah. Who's eating? What the fuck? Who's Where? serving ostrich locally? Yeah. That was that was a that was a wild card. That was the wild card there. It's out there. Yeah. Ostrich it. medallions, delicious. I'd say some baby back ribs. I mean, going chili you style. Had ostrich you know? No. What? Um, All right, wait, wait. Where are you finding ostrich? Well, the last local time I pig? had it was local pig uh, is not local ostrich. <laughs> last time I had it was the Pachamama's ostrich location in Lawrence. Really? I've delicious. never had it. Didn't, didn't the old Royals pitcher Kevin Aper, didn't he raise, raise ostrich? I mean, he was a weird cat. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's why you need a wild card that doesn't eat meat. You're that's right. Injecting this knowledge. Oh, yeah, so, right. farm, right? what, is, what is your... What is your uh, I'll tell you what. Okay, so Farmer's Market you know, Bread I, Company I, had I, I go a, back and forth. Yeah, I, go, fret, I go vegetarian. Okay. When a vegetarian go, goes crazy, what is a right. vegetarian order? Uh, pizza rolls, bacon, pizza rolls. Uh, no, actually, we were, in, pizza rolls. Turkey, bacon. we were up in uh, Minneapolis, and uh, we were we were going pretty hard in the paint. And uh, I was like, "Yeah, some pork belly. I could go for that. Sure, yeah, I'll eat some pork belly." And <laughs> that did not go very well. You had to what go. For, had to go for the old puking rally. Uh, <laughs> after that. So I was like, "That's a lot of. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, look." Look, I love me some belly, but yeah, that's a lot. Of, that that's a lot of pig meat. fat yeah. for somebody who oh, doesn't yeah. eat meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, I, that's went, a bit I went for the I'm old college try there, just like yeah. you know, here we go. I mean, here we go. I mean, as a Montana guy, here's to the if courage. you can only pick here's one to, animal. Here's to the courage it took for this guy to, to do that. When know? was this? This was. Was it? Twenty-one years ago. Oh, it's twenty-one years ago. Recently, recently. It was probably it was the summer. It was the summer before Cubs. So it was 2019. 2019. And who, and who tricked you into doing that? Uh, nobody. Himself. I was. I was. Uh, I had had a. I had had a couple mystery beers before that. <laughs> you had a couple mystery beers before that. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> and some shots. It was. Yeah. It was probably that goddamn. Uh, it was had a lot of. Fleek. Had a lot of liquid courage leading up yeah. to that point. It was kind of like, yeah, yeah let's yeah, just go yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah. In fact, meat was probably yeah. the only thing you didn't have before that. <laughs> No. So as a Montana guy, like a you know, ranch farm guy, if you're only going to have one animal to eat for the rest of your life, what are you choosing? Pork. Yeah, I'm going pig. It's got to be pig, yeah. right? Most yeah, versatile yeah. flesh there is. I mean, I mean, it is delicious. And also belly. Yeah. Have you ever heard the term from the rooter to the tutor? 
Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna eat it all, baby. You eat, eat, you eat. Yeah, there's motherfuckers that. I've never heard that. Actually. Well, there's people that are eating pigs now. You haven't heard that? Pigtail. Ritter to the tutor? Oh yeah. You want to eat the whole animal? Yeah. Everybody's like, Pigtail. what about you guys? Oh yeah. yeah. Tenderloin grill and that snoot sandwich. Yeah, I'm oh, not yeah. eating that. Yeah. Really? No, it's good. The snoot sandwich? Yeah. You are lying to yourself no. and everybody else. I, and everybody else. I'm not down with that. There's there's certain why, times why I eat meat. Like you gotta eat all the pig, baby. It's all yeah, that's good. why they put it no, in hot dogs. No, you don't. <laughs> why are you gonna let that? Oh, yes, you, you actually don't. Why? Why are you gonna disrespect that animal, bro? That's why hot dogs exist. Yeah, real question. Let's see if he. Let's, let's okay, see if, okay. Let's see if he's real. You eat chitlins? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, good. Of course he does. Yeah, I'm into that. Let's, you motherfuckers are crazy. A, I got another real question for you. Okay. Fuck You're that on bullshit. a fucking snowy mountain. Plane crashed. Everybody's dying. You gotta eat a person. You gotta eat them all. What are you eating first? What are you eating last? Oh, ask me for sure. Okay. Is uh, first or last? Well, the, the, no, it depends how athletic you're going straight for the I ass. This, I have this conversation all the time. I've got, I've got a friend. Well, I got to tell you, here's the problem though, because there are people like me who are ass challenged. So We're not, not eating your ass. ass. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about. So I got a friend of mine. She's a marathoner. He did say I was like, she's got that lean meat. I'm like, we go down in the Andes. You're first. I mean, I feel like you know calf. Probably is the good the way. Good to go. There's yeah, no way the marathon person is going down first. But you're going to eat you know all what, of the animals <laughs> out of respect. Fair point. Well, I mean, look, I want to stay alive. At that point, okay. it's not about respect. Okay. okay. <laughs> I feel like if, if we at, eat, at that point, at they, that point, if Nigel and I wreck in a mountain, he's dead. No, I'm going to stay I alive. I feel like if we all go, if we all go down, phrasing, five, five of us and it's four of us and it's Nick. Gotta get some fat and some meat. Yeah, you got plenty. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, but look, I'm not going down without a fight. You're going to be dead, bitch, and frozen. If you're not I'm seeing gonna the movie. I'm going to eat the flat cap first because it's probably got some fire. <laughs> Seems <You're> safe. <laughs> if you're not seeing the movie alive. Oh, yeah. No. What? Never? It's alive? a true story. It's a soccer team is it in the Is this a Dahmer? No, it's the soccer, soccer team in the, the, the Andes. In the seventies, and they had to I've eat. not they, seen that. Some, some, people, know about some it. people had to eat. So and you know what they started with? A podcast. You know what they started oh, with? My favorite the murder cast. has a podcast about it too. Well, that's, that's easy to get to. Or no, no maybe it's, it's, it's good. Not, you know, it's not my favorite murder. No, I'm sure. They probably talk about it. Oh yeah. They actually maybe too. Because if you're eating somebody, you probably murdered them. I feel like we've never talked about cannibalism on the show before. No, we have not. So we. Here's the cannibalism. It's too late, too late. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. We're almost two hours in. This is done. We obviously need to do a second a second one with actual mics. Oh yeah. We told you there was gonna be probably a follow up needed. Oh, we are. We started the podcast where there's gonna be a follow up. No, no, no. This is this is short. We talked about. We were on a podcast. So last year we were we were nominated as best podcast in the pitch. We have no idea why. They didn't tell us. We didn't know. They didn't tell us we were nominated. The, re the reason I found out, there was maybe, another. Maybe if we don't tell them, they won't show up. <laughs> so, like, fucking the pitch is stupid. Yeah. So, that. but anyway, the pitch That'll is, definitely I the pitch. get you number one podcast yeah. for the pitch again. Yeah. <laughs> Just calling look, them out. Well, no, look, we're not going to win anyway because well, the radio no, show guy's no, going to win every no. time. We, we found out <sighs> two weeks into the. Was that real? Well done, sir. Was that real? That was real. 
Wow. My that, roommate in college called me G-Rex because of my burping sex. That was amazing. <laughs> I, yeah. That, that, you might get over that, that might be the best in-show burp we've ever had. Oh, that's absolutely. Are you kidding me? Get the fuck out of here. That was amazing. I thought he was working faking. It, Micah. You got one it. coming. I'm working on it. That's what she said. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, Strong we, were, we were nominated as Best Podcast. The reason we found out, somebody came to Transparent. They were also nominated. So we laughed because there was two weeks left in voting. So we did like a podcast cuvee and went to their podcast. It was three and a half hours. <laughs> Most, mostly because there was Uncle Nearest involved and a lot of nice. weed. And like halfway through, I realized there's an unopened bottle of Uncle Nick sitting in front of me. Okay, well, I mean, take a look at our whiskey selection, and we can get into some mezcal if you want. Oh, you got you had me, you had me and whiskey, you had him at mezcal. We're gonna wrap this episode up though. Well, we need to do a Monday podcast. Heard close on Mondays. We'll Anything get into our goes. bottles. Anything goes. We'll throw some weed in What's, the What time are we talking about? I don't know, two to nine? Okay. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Sold! <laughs> Just give me a That's day. A I'll be like, to I'll tell that metric. Right? I'll be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, that metric, I can't work today. Because that's my Monday job. Where can they find Stockyards on the, on the socials? Tell the peoples. Someone. At Stockyards Beer for everything. And our website is just stockyardsbrewing.com. And at the airport. And the airport, just walk on in and order yeah. a beer. The, yeah. the un- unfortunate thing about the airport is you can't. Whoa! Whoa. That was almost a, that was almost yeah. a spill on. Yeah. I've never done that. I'm talking with my hands. It's like it just you can't you can't experience the full airport unless you buy a ticket. That is true. The only thing on the outside is the Dunkin' Donuts. Did you know that? Dunkin' Donuts, Donuts and Mother that. Earth coffee. Yeah. No. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to either one. So we need to buy a ticket. To go hang out at the airport. We, but we well, another cheat now. code. You can buy. <laughs> yeah, all right. Your mic is right. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking about That's a whole other podcast. You know what? Uh, we're going to all the yeah, secrets, yeah, right? Yeah. Cheat code after. Yeah. We're going to find us, Nick. You can get the Beers Magic podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast apps. We're on the Beer Twitters. On the Twitter. On the Twitter. And Beers with Nigel. The Instagrams. Not the TikTok, because we're old. Uh, I don't want to fuck with TikTok. The Book of Faces. Over the there, Beers with Nigel. What else? Alexa. Oh, yeah. Hey, do you own them Alexa devices? Alexa. Hey, Alexa, play the Beers with Nigel. Play that podcast with those two guys. I think it will do. For, it will work for, uh, for uh, Siri as well. Uh, what about your LinkedIn? Can we find your LinkedIn? Oh, yeah. I'm on LinkedIn. Oh, I'm on oh, LinkedIn. Yeah. I get, I get notifications. I, need to I was like three times today. <laughs> <laughs> That's like 15 years ago. But if you love the beer tweeter, Nigel's your guy. Oh, shout out to uh, Brewview, Missouri. And Brewview, Vermont. And coming soon. Coming soon, Brewview, Brewview. New Hampshire. And shout out yeah. to Dire Ore Graphics. That's our main sponsor. That's our, that's our that's, sticker sponsor. That's our, we have stickers. Did you bring any stickers? I did bring stickers. Hercules, Hercules. And yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah, going yeah. to pass them around here. People need stickers. Oh, for sure. And they're great yeah. stickers. So Nick, on he was drinking bourbon A lot of whiskey? bourbon. And he a came, he came up with our logo. <laughs> That's not a logo it came about. It's the bourbon logo. I like it. Beer name, Bur- bourbon logo. And after that, good night, folks. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Okay, love and respect to you all. Love you all. <laughs> I don't know, it's a glass. It's kind of weird. Oh.
You've been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff, hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper-to-bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.